Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of Mondays with Matt. Thanks for hanging out with Matt Starkey and myself as we talk investing, finance, and retirement. And of course, uh, this week we're going to talk about some interesting stuff. Actually, it's kind of in a way a a carry-on from our past uh, podcast where we kind of did the financial doctor. We're going to talk about what is financial wellness. We're going to get into that this week with Matt. So what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hello, Mark. I'm doing very well this week. Enjoying some of the sunshine we're finally getting. And um, we were talking about the weather prior to this, and we're warming up here a little bit. So it looks like we might have a little more steadiness here finally in the getting into late May already. Hey, that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. We will yeah. take it. That's for sure. So I want to get into this conversation this week with you and go through a few things. Uh, and really just financial wellness can be very beneficial to obviously paving that road towards retirement. Like I said, we're going to continue a bit of our conversation from what we had the last time. And if uh-huh. we've learned any lessons over the past year, it's that no matter how carefully we, carefully we plan, and prepare, we can certainly encounter unexpected things, right? You know, there's the global pandemic, so on and so forth. So I've got this thing here, Matt. According to PwC's ninth annual financial wellness survey, (laughs) that's a mouthful, conducted in January of 2020, financial matters were the top cause of stress for employees even well before the pandemic actually even hit. More than one-third of full-time employed millennials, excuse me, Gen Xers and baby boomers had less than $1,000 in their savings when the pandemic hit. And we've seen this some kind of this stuff before. And that's, we talk about emergency funds all the time. Yes, we do. Yeah, so this is a great topic, and I think it's so appropriate for right now, too. Um, financial wellness. Yeah, when they do a survey like that, um, unfortunately, over the years, I mean, 20 years ago, we, we were in a similar situation. 30 years ago, I remember hearing the statistics, um, when people retire, mm-hmm. um, the statistic doesn't change all that much, but um, they have, you know, a small amount in savings. Less than $1,000 is gets to be that scary point um, where if something major comes up, just a big car repair, you know, I would need a new sure. transmission yeah. or, um, you know, it could be anything, but you got to have some emergency funds built in. And what it does for you, not only financially having, a, having an emergency fund, of like three to six months, that's going to help you out a lot, but it's going to provide peace of mind to you. And uh, that's where your wellness, uh, you can breathe, you can takes over your whole body almost, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my gosh, right? if something happens, I know we're going to be okay. So yeah. yeah, that statistic is very alarming. And um, so one of the ways we got to address that, I think is start with your monthly day-to-day expenses. And the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau <laughs> defines financial well-being there's there's a few points there, and I think that's a good lead-in. Um, the first one is having control over your day-to-day and month-to-month finances. So I guess one of the things is that I'll, I want to share at, at this particular point is to say how do we how do we do some immediate cash flow fixes? Where can we have and find that control? Okay. Um, you know, each of us has month-to-month expenses. We right, have sure. fixed expenses, and those are the ones that are that have to be paid every month. You know, you got to keep the power on in your house. So right, you got consumers right. and you got your mortgage and you got fuel for the car and, and these different things. And and the obvious but, answer, right, for most things, we all know this, is you got to bring in more than you put out. I mean, that's basic, you know, finance 101. Absolutely. And uh, so your, yeah, it, your budget, you know, you, you got money coming in to live on and you can't be spending more than you 
you make. Otherwise, that's a negative cash flow and we're going into debt. So the way that you fix some of those things are, you know, some ideas for you to, to maybe address right now post-COVID are make sure you don't carry a credit card balance. If you carry a balance, it might be at an introductory rate or a 0% rate to start out. Inevitably, what you find is they go to 9, 9 10%, then it goes up to 15 then you're up to 20 and sometimes even higher than that, 24 20 29%. When you carry a balance on your credit card, mm-hmm. it puts you weight right behind the eight ball. So if you can get rid of those balances or maybe talk to your local bank or credit union and refinance those into uh, just a fixed rate, um, you'll get way ahead a lot faster. Yeah. Well, you know, you're talking about the basicness, right? It's just, you know, the the income's got to be higher than the outgoing. I mean, it's pretty simple. Uh, back to that study, 29% of women said they would uh, would not be or they would be able to cover, excuse me, their basic necessities. Uh, if it found if they found themselves in a position of extended period of non-work, so you know that's not a great number. Only thirty percent of people felt confident that they, or thirty percent of women, I should say, felt confident that they could cover their basics if they were out of work for a longer period of time. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, um, massive. Yeah, you you got to be you got to be prepared for something like this. And and what? How do you get prepared? You got to set a plan. Just working with a financial advisor working with somebody to help you establish a plan for your financial future, you know, it's going to put you light years ahead of where you are right right now. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a plan, then you suffer, then you struggle, then you are left to dealt with the situation after it happens. So just if you think about logically putting a plan in place so that what if, when that, what if happens, you are prepared for that, that is golden. Okay. Uh, well, you mentioned that first one, having control over the day-to-day. What's another uh, point of financial well- wellness? Well, just uh, t- tips or ideas. Um, another point would be just maintaining the capacity and really what we've talked about uh, to absorb a, a, like a financial shock to your system. Having an emergency fund that is adequate. And what is adequate? It kind of varies with everybody, but if you have at least $1,000, at least you've got money in the bank just in case. But I recommend having you know, several months, if you can have two or three months of your expenses, that's what I spend every month. If I could have two months or three months of that sitting mm-hmm. in cash, mm-hmm. that's really a good, uh, a good go-to in the event of something major breaks, right? Right. A lot of financial advisors will say, well, three to six months is a good, is a good emergency fund. And that, that can be true. It really depends on your budget and depends on how much you want to have just sitting there aside um, not doing a whole lot for you. So Okay. All right. So maintaining that capacity to deal with that, again, more than $1,000 you know, in the emergency savings, to our point earlier in that survey. Uh, what's another point here to think about, Matt? Well, alluded to it a little earlier is be on track to meet your financial goals. So this means that you either have a formal plan, like you've done a financial plan, or even an informal plan to meet the goals, even if you're thrown a curveball. So to have a plan, like I said, Mark, it, it starts out and we're actively pursuing something. We have goals established for retirement. Okay. So right. if I know that I need to be investing 10% of my income, or let's say I'm putting aside, you know, whatever that is, you know, seven or $8,000 per year. If I get unemployed, if I become disabled, um, if I, you know, any of a number of things happen, I get mm-hmm. sick and have to leave work, you know, for some reason, do you have a plan in place that will continue to make your monthly paycheck so that you don't fall behind? Secondly is what will that do to all of our other plans, your saving and your investing plan? So being on track means to me, knowing that come hell or high water, as they say, uh, I've got my financial situation is under control. 
and I have a feeling of control. That's really how you can describe your financial wellness is feeling in control and having a backup plan in the event that life happens. Well, you're mentioning using things, you know, for retirement, having these things together. Uh, Back to this ninth annual financial wellness survey conducted in January of 2020. Check this out, Matt. More than half of millennials and Gen Xers and 35% of boomers even said that they would likely use their retirement funds for something other than retirement. (laughs) <laughs> just you know <laughs> yeah. it's like uh wait a minute huh what i mean i might get that from a millennial right because uh-huh. they got a long way to go uh before retirement and even a gen xer i'm a gen xer you're a gen xer right you know so i'm getting ready to turn 50 i, I could maybe understand that argument but 35 percent of baby boomers saying they would use their retirement funds for something other than retirement seems ludicrous to me yeah it, it really is mind-boggling i mean we're one of the what, most prosperous countries in the world we have more wealth that goes through our hands in a lifetime than most people. Most of the world, the yeah. Yeah. And um, yet just failing to plan can put you in this kind of a situation. So what what you frequently find is, um, you know, and I find this with business owners too, because if you're a business owner, sometimes you're stretching to make sure that your employees are paid first and that they don't leave you and make sure your business runs before you actually get paid. Mm-hmm. So a lot of business owners will be running their business with a line of credit, so to speak. So they've got that line of credit there just in case something happens. And and a lot of them will borrow or liquidate. I've, I mean, I've had a lot of clients over the years that have taken out of, of an IRA. Well, I don't care. I've got to take the penalty. Okay. That's great. But what about your retirement? Are you eliminating your future in, a, in an effort to live for today? If that's the case, you should take a big red flag <laughs> and wave it. I'm, I would wave it in your face and say, "Warning!" I mean, right? Danger. You're not, you're not stable yeah. here financially if you've got to borrow from your retirement in order to to make it today. Now, that's not saying bad things don't happen, and there isn't the exception to the rule. Sure, right. And, and but again, as a young man, I was taught, right. "Don't ever touch your retirement. That's for you, for your future. You live on what you make now." And well, you you make it work. I think you I think you hit it right there, Matt, because it's for the future, and we don't do a good job, or at least we certainly didn't do a good job of educating us our our society basically to pay our future self, our futures because we are a very give it to me now society, right? I mean, Absolutely. fast food, everything. You know, I make the joke all the time that everything is fast food in life in our in our modern life, marriages and and relationships and products. I mean, everything's fast food. I mean, you buy an air conditioner now and it might last you two years where the one you bought 30 years ago is still running. You know, that train is still running fantastically. (laughs) Right. And so we have this very throwaway society and we've always done that with our future selves. We've always kind of kept that, you know, anybody who's been doing a good job early on, they, they were definitely, you know, taught early and took that to heart. And a lot of us are taught early, Matt, but we just don't take it to heart because there's no reinforcement along the way. That's right. One thing I'm missing in our entire education system is financial education. They've gone to teach us all about other other things. Yeah, you could do and, six uh, ways to do a math problem, but none that actually benefit you in life later on. Right, yeah. right. I mean, my kids are trying to figure out fractions and algebra right now, and it's like, um, you know... <laughs> Figuring out the slope. I mean, I understand there's going to be a certain number of jobs that have sure, absolutely. That, <laughs> use that, but right. I'm like, 
listen, you got to know what. Can we just can we just make? But you'll probably never use that again in life. (laughs) Can we just mix in some basic financial education as well? I don't think that would be that hard to work that in there because at the end of the day, paying bills and the ability to pay bills is going to be even more paramount than those fractions or those things that might help them get that better job. Yes, that's certainly important as well. But if you're trying to tell me that there's no importance to understanding how to balance a checkbook and things of that nature, we're just that's just nutty. That's right. And if you go and ask a middle school or a high school right now to tell you how to ask them how to write a check, most of them can't do it because we've yeah. switched now to this digital debit card as well. So they don't even. Oh, you know, I didn't even you, think about that. That's funny. Yeah. When you lose that ability to, to reason in your mind, do I have enough money to cover this? When you write a check, if you bounce a check, you're going to pay a fee. Well, why do we need a check? We don't even need checks anymore. Exactly. There are times when you do still need a check, though. Yeah. There yeah. are times, yes. <laughs> That's so, funny. But but one of the things is, you know, and I think we'll kind of wrap this conversation with these thoughts. Okay. Uh, but financial freedom and financial wellness um, – allows you, you know, you, you're making choices now to live within your means so that you can have a little reserve. You can have that safety factor. You can enjoy life and, and maybe splurge for vacation or maybe, you know, you want that boat, but we got to find the cash flow first. Let's not take a loan for everything that we own because, you know, that then COVID happens or you lose your job or um, our business begins to get stressed for cash flow and then life is now no longer enjoyable. You lose your freedom, really, and you lose all the security. Yeah. So to keep and maintain the security, in present day, we want to have control over our day-to-day finances and our month-to-month bills. I think that's a what, pretty easy way to put that. I like that. Yeah. And what, what we do you know, in the future, security would mean I, can, I have the financial capacity to absorb a shock. So if the furnace goes on in my house or my alternator dies on my car, I'm not rubbing Peter to pay Paul. Right. Yep. You want to have a financial reserve there that you can absorb the shock. And, you know, and the other thing is freedom. I mean, if you're not financially well, it limits your freedom to make choices in your life that would allow you to enjoy life. So there you go. in present day, financial freedom is really the ability not to do whatever I want to do, but the, the, the freedom to make choices to enjoy my life. And uh, in the future, what that means also is if you're, if you're in a good financial situation now, if you're financially well, that means that you're going to maintain being on track to meet your long-term goals. And if you're on track now, you should always be on track and you Hopefully. should always yeah. have that freedom. Yeah, exactly. And, and that'll, that'll allow you to have peace of mind. It'll allow you to have your health back. Sometimes your mental capacity should be uh, doing well. So the way that you get there is you start taking control today. And if you feel out of control, give us a call. We would love to sit down with you and help you figure out a way to get to financial wellness in your situation. All right. Well, that's what financial wellness is all about. So reach out to Matt if you've got some questions, 989-401-2949 if you need a little help with your own financial wellness. He is the investment advisor representative and the president and the owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions, 989-401-2949. Stop by the website. Easy way to get there is go to mattstarkey.com, M-A-T-T-S-T-A-R-K-E, mattstarkey.com. And while you're there at the website, click on the uh, the blog and podcast 
page there, and it'll take you right to our Listen to Mondays with Matt. And you can see each one of the uh, different categories. There's Apple, Google, so on and so forth. Click on that in order to subscribe if you want to. Uh, you can listen to it right from the page as well. You don't have to use the app, but most of these apps are on our phones anyway. So feel free to do that on any of the uh, podcasting apps you like to use, Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, so on and so forth. And that's going to do it this week for Mondays with Matt. We'll see you next time here on the program. Matt, thanks for hanging out with me and have yourself a good week. Thanks, Mark. Everybody, thanks for listening and uh, pay attention to your email and upcoming announcements. We're going to get back face to face. We're going to be doing some lunch and learns and I look forward to uh, sharing this information with you in person. Nice. Yeah. Stay. We'll talk more about that on a future podcast as well as we get some dates on that. So yeah, back to face to face and in person. Always good stuff. We'll see you next time here on Mondays with Matt with Matt Starkey. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.